Do you love movies? Who doesn't? On this episode, I get to speak with Kevin and Aaron, hosts of one of my favorite podcasts, The Podcast That Wouldn't Die, a show in which they rate, review, and sometimes absolutely shred all kinds of different movies, from Hollywood blockbusters down to underground cult classics. Welcome to Voluntary Input. Never forced, never coerced. Open discussions about things in life that matter to you most. From tech to TV, movies, and gaming, and everything in between. Visit voluntaryinput.com to subscribe, contact us, and find out how you can support the show. Catch new episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. And be sure to join us every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern and Saturday night at 11 p.m. GMT for Weekend Chill, exclusively on Mixcloud. Well, good morning. Morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hope you got yourself some coffee, you coffee drinkers. Oh, my heart is palpitating right now. <laughs> Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew. Mr. Champions. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee. A little, not as much as I used to. I cut back a lot. Uh, someone has said something years ago about if you drink ice cold water in the morning, it's supposed to stimulate something in your brain, which actually works better than caffeine. That sounds like a really? lie. And Kevin drinking Mountain Dew in the morning is the most hillbilly thing I've ever heard in my life. It is. Yeah, I was going to say, we need it's to address diet. that. It's diet, so it's healthy. Oh, <laughs> right. It's the diet kind. <laughs> well, I need the rocket fuel to get going in the morning, sadly. So. Well, first of all, who are you people and why are you here? Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Kevin, go for it. I am Kevin, and I'm the co-host of the podcast That Wouldn't Die. We discuss horror and science fiction classics. Well, not always, but we try. We try. Uh, with a comedic twist as well. So thank you very much for having us. Thank you for uh, coming on. Go ahead. We are not husband and wife. Oh, I was going <laughs> to... He is my brother. I was going to touch on that. Um, <laughs> how, how did you guys get wind of this? How did this... Who did someone mention to you that they thought you were married or yes yes uh we uh it was another podcast they reviewed our podcast oh. and they just said i don't know what your relationship is you could be husband and wife and then that sent aaron into a tizzy like it was some kind of flowers in the attic scenario or something but now it's, she said she tells anyone who will listen people who aren't even asking yes brother and sister we're on the two ends of the Gen X spectrum. He is is the youngest, and I am the oldest. You're a boomer. What are you talking about? Shut your mouth. Don't. This is hey. that same old. I'm gonna burn your house down. I know where you live. See, you're her brother. You're allowed to get away with this. Me, I have I have two rules. There's two things I don't talk to women about: age and weight. So. Oh, oh he, my family doesn't give a damn. They don't give a damn. It's funny because when I started listening to you guys, I didn't think you were married. I did think, I was like, well, they must be like friends from college or something. I think it's like married people. We we can pick up that vibe. Like, you know when someone's <laughs> right. married, the conversation's a little different. Like, they're not husband <laughs> But you guys have reviewed, if you want to call it review, I like to say you've ripped apart quite a few right. movies in your time. Uh, but Kevin, I just recently noticed, I just recently learned, you've been doing this for a while though, right? Yeah, well, I had a, a YouTube show called The B-Movie Club, 
I want to say like five years ago or something mm-hmm. like that, which I did for like four or five years. And it was kind of a similar format. Um, but I, I would do any movies. I'd do comedies. I do action films. I just, whatever. Basically, I, you asked me, um, is Shining a B-movie? I'm like, I know it's called the B-movie club. It right. was basically whatever movie I wanted to do. Right. I was doing blockbusters. Uh, but sadly sadly um did that for a few years took a little bit of a break and it was literally i want to say like three or four months before the pandemic yeah mm-hmm. um we just aaron and i just kind of well like hey well let's try podcasting you know so and here we are today good yeah. times our other siblings said no one wants to sit and watch you talk about a movie for 45 <laughs> minutes because it just kept getting longer and then it'd right. be like an hour long and then it'd be like an hour and 20 minutes long they're like nobody not even your family wants to see that so oh like, they were so wrong they're, they're evil <laughs> well they're your family i mean that's, I think that's what family's for right they're supposed to give you the but it, it, the reason why I, re- why I said something about that, Kevin, because I felt a little insulted. I'm like, The Shining, a B movie? That's a classic, <laughs> right? Because when I think of B movies, I think of you remember back in the day, blockbuster video and all that. My mom, oh, yeah. my mom used to do this thing where she'd go rent movies and she would purposely go to that B movie aisle and just grab whatever. And you know, sometimes you get some gems. That's how we found Pumpkinhead. It oh, was in the Pumpkin head. Pumpkinhead. Yes. No, that's how I found all the doll movies yeah. and the demonic toys yeah. and all the straight to video shot in exactly. Romania movies. Yeah. I think uh, Hellraiser was in the B movie aisle oh, originally, too. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. Kevin doesn't like that one, but that's a classic. I, I don't hate Hellraiser. Uh-oh. I want that into the record. <laughs> I just. Because people for who. Honor, like, for the record. <laughs> I object. Uh, the people who like Hellraiser, like, love Hellraiser. And I'm just kind of like, it's pretty good. <laughs> you can't say that. But it's, just you know like, what I'm it's just like Dune. You can't kind of like Dune. You either like it or you hate it. Did you see the new one? Not yet. It's still in my queue. I loved the old one. Oh, you loved it? So you're one of those people. And I never read the books, but I loved that movie. <laughs> I have never seen it. I always had that somewhere in the back of my mind that we're going to do it. But now I think we're jumping straight to the, the new one. No, don't do that. I, I implore you, Kevin, get your sister. Tell her <laughs> you have to watch the old one first. You got Kevin to... hates the old one. That's why uh, it hasn't been done yet. Okay, okay. You it's got... just, it's it's gross is what it is. You have Baron Harkonnen with just boils. And yes. It, you, it's got rough. Sting, you got Sting in his but underwear. I, I mean. Yes. <laughs> you got Sting and you got Kyle McLaughlin. Uh, I mean, come on. Man. <laughs> it's, it's such a... I think why I loved it so much is it's a really twisted sci-fi story. And it's different from oh, yeah. a lot of the epic space stories that were going on at the time. So Doom came along and it's like, wow, this is, and, you know, I could go on. <laughs> well, it's it, David Lynch. It's David Lynch. I love mm-hmm. David Lynch. And his movies are always weird. What was the one that he did where the guy grew an arm out of his back? Do you remember this movie? Fuck, is that a racer head? I don't even know. Arm out of his back. Yeah. Oh, it's by a... the way, Kevin, eraser head. We're putting that. On. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus! Oh, you haven't have you? You've seen it though, right? I've seen oh, it. Yeah. yeah okay. Hundreds of times. Yeah. Crazy movie. Yeah. All of his it's movies. Like a, 
It's always a good thing to put in the background at a party. The people are <laughs> drinking, everybody's chit-chatting, music's playing, and all of a sudden somebody turns around. And looks what the heck is that? that? <laughs> as long as you don't do human centipede, they might leave. So. No. Uh, <laughs> we always bring that up to us, but we yeah. can't do it. We no, always, we always get too frightened. We can't do it. It's disgusting. Like, That's a bridge too far. It is a bridge too far. So, <laughs> so what are some movies that both of you have done that you? Because each of your episodes I've listened to. It's either one of one of the other is like, ah, oh, it's okay, or the other one's like, oh, I hated it. What what's some movies that you both were like, oh, we both love this movie? Kevin loves everything. Everything. Okay. It's it's all some portal back to his childhood in the eighties. <laughs> so he loves everything. I, I wouldn't say I love everything, but I, there's definitely kind of a nostalgia yes. effect to the movies from the eighties that I mm -hmm. appreciated back then. And I've talked about it before. Oftentimes your, your horrible realization is when you watch a movie for the first time in 20 years and you're trying to impress somebody, ooh, this is one of my favorites. you got to check this ever. out. Yeah. And then they sit there and they look at you like like you're insane. You're like, what? This one? Are you kidding me? Uh, so, yeah. Like Highlander. I used to praise that. I, I remember <sighs> at the end of a party, I was drunk as a lord, and somebody threw on Highlander. I'm like, this is the greatest movie ever. <laughs> and then I didn't watch it again for 20 years after telling everybody, it's the greatest movie ever. And then we watched it, and I was like, oh, I was so stupid. What was wrong with me? It's oh. not horrible. I mean, you make it sound like it was the worst movie ever. It's not horrible. No GD sense. Sean That's Connery true. is the only reason to watch it. That is true. Well, the only way to kill a Highlander is you got to cut off his head. So That's right. <laughs> then you got to cut off the movie's head. You know, <laughs> interesting, interestingly enough, the one movie that really struck me that did that, so my oldest daughter, who's out on her own now, whatever, when I first kept telling her, one day I'm going to let you watch The Exorcist. It is the greatest horror movie of all time. When the day came, she walked away. And I said, what are you doing? She goes, this is the most boring piece of crap I've ever seen. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I didn't realize until years later, I had completely blanked out on the first entire segment of that movie. Because you remember, there's that whole oh, Iraq thing. She goes, what? There's nothing scary about this. And I couldn't get her to come back. I'm like, no, you got to stick with it. You got to see. And then, so it wasn't until a few years later, she had some friends over or whatever and then she's texting me oh my gosh dad i finally watched this all the way through i can't watch it again <laughs> it scared no. the crap out of her i said i told you <laughs> it's good well yeah. it's it's funny because you're right it has the the iraq oh, I sequence forgot about that right uh with pazuzu right yeah. the but then it's like 45 minutes of kind of crisis of faith movie slash like family drama yeah kind of going on there uh, at the beginning when it really kicks in is when uh, 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 Reagan is like pushing the, the dresser around the room and all that stuff. <laughs> when it's okay, we got something serious. This isn't just like a brain issue. This right. is like possession. <laughs> or there's some really interesting tidbits in that movie too. Like the doctor comes out of the exam room smoking a cigarette. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just the 70s. Yeah, I just recently reviewed that movie because it's. Um, it's funny if you try to do like a 
chronological review, like talking through that movie, you will notice that there's a lot of continuity issues in that movie. It just assumes you realize that this is two or three days later. And it's like, wait, what? Yes. No. <laughs> I never noticed that. Uh, watch it again tonight. And you'll be like, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I guess this is a week later now or. <laughs> right. <laughs> Captions. I, yeah. There are parts of that that just stay with you. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the 80s, I was in London and I was really sick. So I had to go into this British hospital. And as I was going into my room, it looked like where the priest went to visit his mama. Ooh. Why you do this to me, <laughs> yeah, Damien? Damien. <laughs> where it was rows of beds in a hallway. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why you do this to me, Damien? We say it to each other all the time. I think it's hilarious. People don't know what we're talking about. Oh, that's a, yeah, you know, that's funny because my wife will sometimes say, I hate when I'm around you and your brothers and your sisters because we will sit and talk. We'll have entire conversations just using movie lines. Do you guys do that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or, or we do this weird baby talk that drives all our cousins crazy. They're like, oh, fuck, they're doing that again. <laughs> 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 so what what is your background, Kevin? Do you do you have a background in the movie industry or you just you just love movies? He had, he had aspirations. I well I was in like the theater department in San Diego State. Um I got my degree in, in drama and all that good stuff. But really it had nothing to do with any of that. It was just kind of growing up mm -hmm. in the eighties with your friends, you're having a sleepover, you know, the parents, who knows where the hell they are. Popping in those VHS tapes of, of crazy <laughs> movies that you couldn't watch at home, basically. Yeah. Three or four movies at, in one evening until your eyes are bleeding and it's 2 a.m. It plants that seed and it just keeps growing. Absolutely. It's a sad situation. Or the old Godzilla movies or karate Absolutely. films. <laughs> no so, question. So, I grew up in the days, I mean, cable really wasn't a thing until, gosh, Maybe I was in junior high. So back in the day, it was on TV. That's what you watch. So right. it was always late at night was the old Godzillas, mm -hmm. the Mothras, uh, all kinds of the old horror movies. So And our mom used to really like those too. And then we had Elvira out of Los Angeles on yeah. Saturday night. So it just kind of spun from there i have a feeling you and i are closer to age than me and kevin are <laughs> but <laughs> so the cult of aaron so are you an artist by trade aaron is that what you i am an i wish i was an artist totally by trade but instead i'm also a, a teacher well you gotta so, you gotta pay bills not, you know <laughs> i gotta pay i gotta pay some bills but mm -hmm. uh when i'm not doing that job uh, i'm an artist Awesome. Photography and collage. That's great. I, I Aaron designed all of our artwork for uh, the podcast that wouldn't die. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. So, who who came up with that name? Uh, I we were when we were talking about doing a podcast, we kind of threw out different names and a name of a podcast that I'd heard of, and I know that Aaron likes called the Last Podcast on the Left. Kind of <laughs> planted that seed of like. Let me just put podcast in the title of a, of a famous movie, basically. At one point, we were going to be the podcast that time forgot. Right. Uh, it's, instead, uh, there was a movie from, I think it was the late 50s, called The Brain That Wouldn't Die. And Gosh, I was just like, what like about I've that? I've heard of this. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, like, literally, there's a woman's, like, head 
like an angry woman's head, like in a petri dish or something, kind of a, a a baking tray, angrily like shouting things, and there's a monster in the other room. So that's you got to check that out as well. I think that on the list. I think Steve Martin was it Steve Martin? Um, the man with two brains. Yeah, I think he said that's kind of what he loosely got that idea from. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. That's. I think that's why it sounds familiar. Or I could just be old and crazy. One of the two. So. <laughs> I wanted Aaron and Kevin's homemade podcast. That was my plan. <laughs> Kevin quickly shut that down. He already hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. This is awesome. I'm so glad you guys came on because, like I said, I, I listened to your show. And it's funny because the things you guys say, it's like, this is exactly what I was thinking. Like, for example, when you guys did The Matrix... I still remember when that movie was new and still extremely popular. Me and a close friend of mine, you know, everyone's gushing over it. We were saying the exact same things you guys were saying. It's like, first of all, none of this would have happened because the computer. Right. I mean, it's a simulation. The computer could just do whatever and shut it down. Well, it's got constraints. What? <laughs> the computer can't hack itself. Who, who put the constraints in? When the when the computer devised all this itself, right. right? I think the biggest question you asked is, what is it doing that it needs people as batteries? Yeah, like right. what? What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> just to be, or right, just existence, I guess. Well, and it's like you said, it's like why would you have like programs like the agents roaming around chasing people when they're already plugged into the system? You can right. just flip a switch, and that person's dead. <sighs> yes. Just um, if I have a battery explode in a flashlight, I just take the battery out and throw it away, right? Exactly. <laughs> I didn't get now a couple of your reviews I didn't I haven't listened to yet because there's some movies on there that I love and I'm like they're gonna ruin them uh, for me. Like, like like what? The thing from John Carpenter. Oh. I okay. I oh. love the thing. Oh I go we don't like we don't deliberately pick movies we hate it's just sometimes that's just how it happens mm -hmm. you know it works out that way i love the thing and i, I go to the mat for it. aaron thinks it's an abomination because you didn't see it back in the day you just saw it for the first time recently <gasps> i think that's the issue oh here we go yeah we just talked about this mm -hmm. yeah the creature looks like melted crayon yeah. less would have been more well it was blood it was like a dog head out of one part of the melted crayon mm -hmm. and then a Play-Doh arm coming out of here. It was pure <laughs> catastrophe. It was oh, back please. in the days of animatronics before all this CR, you know, CGR, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was hey, it's I, a I'm masterpiece. I'm down with Ray Harryhausen. I'm, I, I'm down with all the stop motion, but it shouldn't look like crap. But it was supposed what? to be gross. Uh, I have a friend that we watched that movie the first snow every winter. Whenever, <laughs> oh, we, whenever we get snow, <laughs> welcome right. to Ohio. But whenever we get a good snow, we go, okay, we got to get together and watch the thing. Absolutely. <laughs> it is, it is so, it's a, it's really a psychological yeah. kind of thriller more than a horror in a way. Cause it's that kind of who's the thing. Yeah. Who's the one. I mean, we're not trusting each other. Kurt Russell's there with sticks of dynamite because he doesn't know who to trust. Mm -hmm. It's dynamite. So dynamite. It's kind of like Alien in the Snow. That's exactly what it is. Watch Clark and watch him close. 
Watch him closely. <laughs> Wilford, yell us to Wilford Brimley. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> but then you guys did the happening. Oh, my that God. was Aaron's choice. That was- you brought back <laughs> a nightmare. It was a nightmare, and I paid it for the theater opening weekend. So mm. I had to, I had to spread the pain over to Kevin. He, <laughs> he needed to see the fine acting of of Zoe Dreschanel. Oh Lord! No, it's like I had heard of the happening, and I'd actually, I, I think I knew what it was about. Like word of mouth kind of spread. Um, but this is one of those first movies where it was like from the mind of M. Night Shyamalan takes on a different tone where you're just like, yeah. I don't know it's if I want warning. to enter the mind. It's, yeah, a warning. it's a warning. We <laughs> expected big things though. And I, Aaron, like you, I wasted theater money to see yeah. that. And I was so mad. I'm like, I'll, and like I said, I blocked it out of my mind. And then you guys did an episode of it. <laughs> I was like, no, it's back in my head. How could you? <laughs> the comm- well, It was one of those it- movies, the commercials looked great. Right. <laughs> and it was stupid. Bastard. Did you I see old? Anybody? A, no, I wanted to. I Am keep, I gonna get screwed again? I keep avoiding it because Me I too. still have that bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, I, I, I don't know if I can watch any of his movies ever again. <laughs> right. I don't have to pay for it. No, I, I don't. Down with it. I, I don't. I could get it, but that's another conversation. Um uh... <laughs> Well, I, and I'm afraid that Jordan Peele's making the same arc where he peaked with Get Out, and yeah. now I feel like we're sliding. It was so genius. I had such high hopes. Yeah, because uh, as I mentioned, I wasn't a huge fan of this new Candyman. Um, no, either either were we. It was right. disappointing. Like the, ori- the original was, was better. There are parts of it that were really good. Yeah. <sighs> Well, it was very well done. It was very, it just, the, the the visuals. It had beautiful visuals. Beautiful. That's what I gave it. The B, the B yeah. thing at the end. And I like the Black Lives Matter. And, and now it's a superhero for uh, African-American people. If the police are being bad to you, you can just summon Candyman. And he'll be there and avenge you. But the rest of the movie was crap. <laughs> That's not okay. The rest. <laughs> it was the. It was, I'm triggered now. It was the ending when the reveal. Spoiler alert! The reveal that the kindly laundromat owner was some kind of cult member or something. Yeah. That's where it kind of fell off the the road. For I didn't me. like that. Well, and then they did. I don't know why. Is is Tony Todd dead or something? Why didn't they just get Tony Todd back instead of doing I that agree. computer or whatever they did? Because I, no, I, he's still alive. I have a lot of friends ask me, was that supposed to be the original Candyman? And I had to rewind it a couple of times. And I said, yeah, I, yeah, that's him. But I don't know why they did this. It looked Here's, horrible. The thing was, is that Vanessa Williams, who was in the original movie, looked great. Like she hadn't aged a yeah. second. I guess Tony Todd... Not so fortunate. <laughs> oh. So they, it was him, well, but they tried to de-age 80. him. Yeah. yeah. They tried to de-age him, which made him look strange. And it didn't go over well. It did not go over well. Love oh. Tony Todd, though. Yeah. Like that terrible Martin Scorsese film where they tried to make <laughs> all those guys young. That was so distracting. The Irishman. The right? Irishman. They oh, had young God. faces, but their bodies were still moving around like 70-year-old men. You can't, yeah. you can't do that. <laughs> well, you know, the whole Candyman thing, it brings me to this point, too. And I don't know how you guys feel about this. I tend to not like sequels or remakes, especially when it comes to horror. I have this saying where I believe that a good story only needs to be told once. 
Well, and the and the good one is always almost always the first one, yes. and then it just dilutes and dilutes and dilutes. Right. I I think the idea should be here was a good idea that was not properly executed. So the original movie wasn't that good, but we're taking that idea and now we're going to do it right rather than taking something that was already perfect and then trying to recreate it or something. I don't know. It becomes an obvious money grab. Right. That's the problem with it. Uh, the only, there's one remake that I really like, and that's the remake of Dawn of the Dead. I thought they did a really oh, yes. good job on that. But other than that, in general, I hate remakes. I hate sequels, especially. Now, there is an exception to the rule. The Omen, that those sequels, I felt like, well, they had to do sequels because to complete the story. I love The Omen, and I don't mind the sequels either. But outside of that, like the Halloween stuff, oh gosh. First one's the best. First one is the best. They started doing that Freddy versus Jason. Then they threw eight. Oh no, they threw um, Predator in there at one time, right? Predator versus Alien. And it just becomes comical. I'm like, what are you people doing? Voluntary Input is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it. Go to anchor.fm slash start to join a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Uh, okay. Anybody who's listened to my show or frankly has met me at ever, I have to talk about Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Oh, that's oh yes. Oh, yes. I'm with you on that. It's a different movie. It's an entirely different movie. And in a way, I kind of compare it to that one James Bond movie with George Lazenby that people like don't really appreciate. It's also not bad. It's better than you remember. You know what I mean? It's uh, because it's its own separate kind of DNA. It's a separate thing. Give it it's another listen. It's a different listen. Bond universe. And I like the George Lazenby also. Although he cries at the end. James Bond doesn't normally cry. <laughs> that is true. I've always told people, watch Halloween 3, but take the word Halloween out of your mind. That was, right. the, that was the only mistake with that movie was they put it in. And I still don't know why they included it. It could have just been called Season of the Witch because it is a classic movie. It's, it's I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> but they put Halloween on it and that made it flop. Well, look, it's not Shakespeare, okay? I'll stipulate <laughs> that, okay? <laughs> but it is, it is a damn good time. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's like he and I, I always talk about this. The main character, I love it when seemingly normal people are like, okay, I'm a doctor, I'm a teacher, whatever. There's a mystery. I'm not calling the cops. I'm going to handle it myself. Right. Really? Really? Like, I'm going to have to take a week off from work because I have a mystery to solve. Yeah. Really? Has anybody ever made that call? No. Good Lord. Maybe we should, Kevin. I'm going to call on sick. Say I got the COVID. That gives me 10 days. Yep. And we're going to solve some mysteries. I got in something the mystery to do. Machine. <laughs> I got something to do. Love it. <laughs> Which is funny because that brings us to the movie I asked you guys to, to watch. Did you... <laughs> So, just a little backstory. We tried to schedule this, and at the last minute, I got a message. Oh, we got to reschedule because something came up. Okay, fine. And I said, so as punishment, 
you gotta watch this <laughs> classic called The Stuff. So, you get to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so on your show, Aaron, you always do a 30-second synopsis. Can you give us one of this one? All right. So the 30-second synopsis is an old geezer finds some crap on the ground, and as one does, <laughs> he immediately puts it in his mouth and eats it. And sells it to the whole world. What it is, we're not really sure. What it does, bad stuff. In the end, they shut it down. The end. <laughs> Nicely done. You didn't even need 30 seconds. <laughs> I will tell you all I thought about during this whole movie, and I had seen it before. Kevin made me watch it one time when we were in Palm Springs, and I was sharing a hotel room with him and his wife. We sat up late and watched this, but the whole time I'm watching it is, one, does this taste like fluff mellow? And two... Would the blob also taste the same? Ooh. And what if they just ate the blob? <laughs> I would think the blob would be cherry flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I, and I like how you said, like one does. <laughs> yeah, dude, opening scene, he just walks up and sticks his finger in it. Well, what's that? Mm, let me taste it. I'm out of mind. <laughs> out of mind. <laughs> chemicals everywhere it's like gabby hayes walks up watch that oh that's good hey buddy come over here have a lick of this stuff i found on the ground yes an old prospector comes out of the mine shaft and is immediately like lapping up glop that's bubbling out of the earth really and quite frankly, at Thanksgiving, half the time, I get I can't get someone to taste what's on the spoon that I'm trying to make. Can you just taste this? Nope. No, I'm not hungry. I don't want it. I always wonder why they did that in, like, uh, cop movies and shows. There's blood splatter on the ground. They always taste it. They always taste why? the drugs <laughs> yes. and, the, and the blood. I'm like, what was that? What if it was rat poison? You're well, just well I, get, I understand tasting the drugs. I mean, I understand tasting <laughs> It's There's not a... labeled. It doesn't say right. meth or cocaine or something. Maybe it's a bag of rat poison just to freak you out. Yeah. That's There's a get. scene from this horrible movie called Showtime with Robert De Niro and uh, Eddie Murphy where they're, oh. they're learning to be like in a cop movie or something. And they bring in William Shatner, TJ Hooker, to teach him how to be police officers. And there's a scene where it's like William Shatner's like, and you take the drug, the baggie of drugs, and you tap it to your mouth. And then Robert De Niro looks at him and goes, what if it's cyanide? There's a reason we have to do that in real life. <laughs> exactly. What if it's cyanide? <laughs> <sighs> so the thing about the stuff, <laughs> and I can't remember, was it supposed to be a parody? Yes. Yes. Okay. It was, was it? it Yes, it was, it was supposed to be kind of a comedy, like making fun of consumerism yeah. is what they were going for. And then you got Garrett Morris from Saturday Night Live in it. <laughs> Morris! Oh, God. And Garrett, oh, Garrett Morris, Morris was a chocolate chip Charlie. So that he was supposed to be Famous Amos, <laughs> famous right? Famous yes. Famous Amos <laughs> is trying to shut down to solve the mystery in the mystery machine. <laughs> he, oh, he knew martial arts for yeah. some reason. <laughs> Who writes this stuff? <laughs> Here was the, um, the, the, the there's so much you could just pick apart about this movie. The the main character, this whole 
I can just go talk to people thing. Like at, at one point he goes, well, I need to go talk to the head of the FDA. And he just shows up and goes and talks to the, <laughs> what? <laughs> Was the, that's Michael Moriarty from Law and Order. Oh, the yes. <laughs> Why is he in this movie? Because he was cool. You know, he had that cool swag and his accent. <laughs> and he knew everything about everybody. Yes. I just kept thinking Michael Moore kept trying to talk to the head of, of whatever the hell car department every day and, and never got through. But Michael Moriarty, who, who I don't even know what he is. He's a fixer, can just show up to the FDA. He's a fixer, former FBI agent. Right. Yeah. He's now an industrial spy Yeah. who used to be an FBI agent hired by the ice cream company to investigate the stuff. What? What kind of? And he punches elderly men <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> oh yeah. So, but you know, the the funny thing about this movie, though, I I actually thought about as an alien trying to invade another planet. It's actually genius. Make yourself taste delicious. <laughs> Eat me, and I'll take over. Enough is not at the end that you see where they're getting the stuff and the little aliens are popping out is that just like a cesspool are the aliens just sitting in there pooping and they're pumping that out we don't know what we, we literally there's no explanation as to what the stuff is just that it's bubbling out of the ground that's all but we what know what are those creatures that i think was, it's just like a blob or it's something just the kind stuff. Of, yeah right it's blobbing out but then at like the it's end, an amoeba but then at the end, you had the black market of stuff still going on. <laughs> After people yes, the van pulls up to an alley. Hey, you got you got the stuff. You got the stuff. <laughs> Cardboard boxes. Oh, sweet lord! Well, That's what I happens. Didn't, I didn't realize they were playing it for laughs because it does have a made-for-TV movie quality about. Yes. It. Yeah. Yes, it does. There was a. Uh, creepy bit of pedophilia at the beginning where the dad catches the boy down in the kitchen and he's angry with him and he tells him to go back to bed but not before he swats him on the butt and for some right. reason they zoomed in on that and then they showed the dad's face and he's got like this creepy grin why why <laughs> did, well, you, did you catch what, that Aaron? and <laughs> look on your face oh, i was like I th first of all, that dad was, it was like uh, The Shining, where, yes. where the dad is an asshole from day one. Yeah. So he I'm like, it, it's always better if you kind of like them and then they go crazy. When they start right. crazy, you got nowhere to go. Right. Right. He was <laughs> so was angry. Always, yeah. He was He's so like, angry. It was ridiculous. It was like his son, like, had a nightmare, went downstairs, and he was like, what are you doing down here? <laughs> Get back to bed. It's like, really? Well, maybe dad was downstairs surfing the net, doing some porn, mm -hmm. and got startled. As one does. He didn't know how to do incognito browsing. So. <laughs> Good stuff. So do you guys ever do TV shows, or do you plan on doing TV shows on your show? I don't think so. I know we talk, like Aaron likes to kind of throw in American Horror Story references mm -hmm. from time to time. What? We don't have a whole show about it, but sometimes I will force my opinions on whatever I'm currently watching in the genre. Right. Because I, I think just it... finished season three of You, not as good as the other two seasons. 
I think it would be hilarious if you guys did a show like The Bachelorette. <laughs> well, Aaron likes those shows. What is it? Uh, married in 30 Days? Day? No, 90 Day Fiance. Uh, Although, yes. it has jumped the shark two years ago. It used to be I would have to watch it. Then I had to get on Reddit to see everybody's comments. <laughs> now it's like maybe I watch it on Wednesday. It, it's just so annoying now. I'm, I'm totally losing interest. Well, it's what is it? It's basically like pathetic losers and their mail order brides. That's and, basically. Yeah. Or I, they go over there. They go over there. There's no one in this country of a 300 million that I could possibly entice to marry me. So I gotta go to the ba- Philippines. Bangladesh. Okay, I, to, <laughs> I do exactly. Yes. I go to Thailand. Who? There's a lady who from Palm <clears throat> Springs, where we we grew up, who cashed in her retirement early, so she's getting 300 dollars a month. Moves to India. To live with a dude who's 30 years younger than her, who now will ref- is refusing to marry her. And this is the third time they've tried to be together. The second time she went over, he had actually married somebody else. And then, they got a di- then they had to get a divorce, and then she came back. And now he won't marry her because she's older than his parents. Get the hint, lady. Oh, or oh, it's a lady who's a, the daughter of doctors in Miami, and she's living in like freaking Ethiopia. Well, she Her better get out now. An exotic dancer. I'm oh. like, yeah, it's always what? like that. Bring There's always a 30 year age difference. Yeah, I, oh. I see the commercials, and I'm like, why? Who's watching this? Well, now I know who's watching <laughs> it. You uh, know, <laughs> I can't. It's too depressing. It is so because it's like a train wreck. It's like oh. clearly this is somebody marrying you for a green card, but <sighs> you're, you know, you're fifty years old, thrice divorced. The oh, early gosh. ones were very kind of uh, explosive, somewhat violent. Some of those people have gone to jail. Oh, my gosh. Now, now it's like Survivor. Everybody's just laying around getting fat and sassy and fans only. But I the did. early ones were very... Fans only is different, Aaron. <laughs> no, they all have a fans only. They all got oh. plastic surgery, and now they all have fans only side. Oh, and no. none of them ever get deported. This is on national TV that you have now left like a week after you got married. You don't even have your green card yet. Your husband has now remarried someone else and you're still bebopping around the country. No one gets deported. What, one chick from Vegas got arrested four times for domestic violence. Oh, Jesus. Still, still in the country. They need to put up that wall, man. <laughs> put the wall. Just around Las Vegas. Just put it around Las Vegas. We need that wall. I mean, oh, I Jay. try not. I, I always try not to. You know, everybody has their guilty pleasures, but I see commercials for these shows, and I'm like, why? Like naked and afraid. Why? At least it has yes. naked, but <laughs> it has that going for it. But I'm like, why? Why? And I've even. You know when you're watching another show and then it goes off and another show comes on. I've and accidentally you're too lazy to, yeah. To click. So I I've let like The Bachelorette run for a few minutes. These people no. are boring. Like why are right. people? And I have a friend. She loves these shows, and I'm like, why? <laughs> it's it's, right. it's boring, good looking people. Yeah, it's either like <laughs> totally boring and milk toast and uninteresting, or somebody who's just a jackass. Yeah, it's like yeah. there's no like normal people in the middle. It's like, how about entertaining and kind of nice? No, uh, a bridge no. too far, no can do. 
Nobody wants to see that. No, I have two guilty pleasures. 90 Day Fiancés, Real Housewives Atlanta. And it's all contrived for all the fights that everybody has on these goddamn TV shows. They'd all be in jail. They would not be walking around designer clothes. They'd be in lockup. But they're rich. But they're damn rich, bitch. They're rich. <laughs> <laughs> they still hang out. Is the other if they if all they do is fight whenever they hang out? Why are they hanging out every day? Because I know. Kevin, I have a I have a little secret for you. How's it work? It's a lie. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. I hate to spoil it for you. <laughs> it's a lie. It's all a lie. Oh, Nene Leaks, where are you? <laughs> here's here's a funny thing, too, though. Speaking of all the movies we've watched, and Kevin, you talked about loving movies. Me, too, from the 80s, blah, blah. That was my era as well. My brother and I, sometimes, we sit up and talk about all the movies we've watched when we were kids, and our parents would just let us watch this stuff. I mean, I saw The Exorcist when I was, like, nine years old. Do you both have kids? Do you just let them watch anything, too, or...? First of all, our parents, if they knew, would not let us watch. Ah. One time, The Exorcist was on, the first time it was on TV, we had a big L-shape, like, 50s house. So my mom's in one corner. She sensed that I was watching The Exorcist in the back room, and she was so traumatized from when she saw it when it first came out. Mm -hmm. She came and screamed at me. I told you you can't watch it in this house. She couldn't bear the idea that it was even on in the house because it was so upsetting to her. Yeah, we had we had HBO for about two weeks, and then it got yanked right out of the wall because of Kevin. Yeah, I was I would I'd quote the jerk, you know, uh-huh. in front of the clergy. It, it didn't fly. Let me tell you. <laughs> but what, was the fam- what was the famous line, Kevin, that you said in front of Father McGinn? <clears throat> what was it? It was uh, "Don't call him hero, call him shithead." No, they call me shithead around here. Is something what like you that. Called Father the the priest. I was born. And that a, was the end. I was born a poor black child in the south. <laughs> but it's it's just funny to me because my brother and I talk about that. You know, we both we have kids that we, there's so much stuff we won't let them watch right? until they're much older, and then and even then it's like okay, I'm gonna watch it with you. But then we were like, I swear, our parents used to just let us watch just watch anything, even some of the what? TV shows. It's like. You couldn't even put that stuff on TV anymore. No. My parents wouldn't let us watch Married with Children. They thought it, w- it showed a family unit in a poor light or something. I- well, yeah. What's <laughs> happening? Our mom tried to be all hippie. So at one point, she instilled a one hour of TV uh, thing. But then uh, if we watched the Waltons with her, it wouldn't count. <laughs> the Waltons. Oh, my gosh. Sweet. That's child abuse. Because that, no one's exactly. going to spend their hour watching the Walton. So, <sighs> I mean, uh, we would watch that from time to time, but when nothing else was on. <laughs> my mother's obsessed with movies about tall men because mm. my dad's six foot seven okay. and large families. So uh, this explains things. <laughs> this does explain things. <laughs> so, uh, what do you guys coming up? Have coming up next? Give us a well, little. We're gonna- we're going to record the stuff next. <laughs> Sweet. I'd love to hear it. You forced our hand. Yeah. Of course, if I had to watch it again, I might as well just take my notes Oh, she took notes. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, I own the stuff. And I already owned oh the stuff. God. So I was ready. Oh, yeah. Good times. I, I own it, too. <laughs> is, that, is that on VCR? You got that on the 8-track? What do you have? Yeah. Yes. The reel-to-reel. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, let's see. This Sunday, we've got um, Winchester is coming oh. out, our episode on that. And then I think we got The Changeling with George C. Scott coming out after that. So we, we got we got some good ones coming. And, and here's a fun fact. When we were recording Winchester, Kevin's uh, art video internet crapped out every minute and a half. So yes. we would have to start over. Where did you left off? And then it, I would speak for a minute and a half, and I would lose Kevin. So Kevin's decided it was better just to string that all together than to re-record. <laughs> Enjoy! It, it should be smooth listening. Smooth listening. I defy you to listen to it and, and detect where I made edits. It I'll was try. <laughs> I was basically Spielberg editing this thing back together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I'm so glad you guys came on. I knew it would be a good time. Like I said, <laughs> listening to your show, I crack up every time. I absolutely wait to hear when Aaron delivers one of her classic. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of your classic lines like, I always assumed he was just smooth like Barbie down there. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to think of Michael Myers having junk. Oh, my God. No, you don't. <laughs> and a lot of times I listen to podcasts while I'm driving, and I know I look like a lunatic when I'm listening to you guys because I'm just at the light cracking up. <laughs> That's when I listen to podcasts, too. I listen to music to get pumped up in the morning, and I listen to podcasts to chill out on the way home. Absolutely. Absolutely. So can you tell everybody where they can find you? We are at the podcast that wouldn't die. You can find us on Twitter at T Podcast TW Die. We're on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. You can email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. Gmail. Aaron, we're on Instagram. We are on Instagram. We are the podcast that wouldn't die. You can listen to uh, find me at the cult of Aaron. Join the cult. On the, uh, you forgot the, the Twitski. Is that oh, the Twitski. The Twitski. <laughs> On the Twitski, uh, Kevin maintains the podcast that wouldn't die. Yep. And, except it's like TWQF. What is I it? already gave <laughs> How dare you? We are also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, anywhere the finer podcasts are available. And don't DM Aaron. Don't DM me. <laughs> Just put it on regular Twitter. <laughs> DMs are closed. Oh, my God. Don't send your creepy private thoughts to Erin. She does not appreciate it. Does not appreciate <laughs> Well, thanks again for coming on, guys. And I look forward to all of your later, you know, your episodes coming up. It's always a good time. And I hope everybody checks you out. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. We'll see you next time. Okay, Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye.